about professional services marketing. Stick around to listen to our insights, tips, and best practices to improve your firm's marketing and even your career. So welcome back, everybody, to this most recent episode of the Underwars podcast, where we bring you a replay of a previous episode, replaying our strategic thinking episode because we or I rather lost the audio of your our actual recording, which was all about looking around. You know that so many client markets are changing, business climate is changing, and we as marketers have to respond to that. Maybe doubly so because many of us are entering planning season, right? So Ash and I initially thought about bringing you discussion for how you might do that, how you might look around, how might you might get sort of your head out of the day-to-day and also the typical planning route and really take a look at the markets, really take a look at what's changing and really plan in scenarios other than, you know, just rolling out the good old carpet of marketing programs and activities because these are, you know, uncertain times. I hate to repeat that because everybody's saying it to no end. And uh, But, like I said, I'm afraid we lost the audio dash. So, next best thing we could do was hit the archives and recover or uncover this gem here. Our episode about strategic thinking, which, while it doesn't concern itself with planning that much, has a bunch of points which maybe are similar directionally to what we had recorded. So... Well, I'll try to locate my backup drives to see whether there is a file I can actually use the recording of our looking around episode. Why don't you, meanwhile, take a listen to this and, and maybe come back next week to see if I recover the audio or no, wait, we have a guest episode next week, but maybe the week after that, I'll see. But for now, uh, here's this. Literally give us this whole point flow that you you've got up here saying that marketers need to think or rather must think like business strategists. You and I did touch upon this earlier, really, really early into the podcast series, where we said that only if a person has actually sold something will they be able to market it well. And business strategist usually deals with the sale so often that they know how to like talk to the clients, what the clients need. And also to bring in the same point, that bring another point that you said that marketing needs to have a seat at the table so they're able to listen to the client conversations and everything so that they're actually able to give the right marketing advice. So we need to start thinking about marketers as more of business strategists and rather not we need to think of marketers as business strategists marketers themselves must put themselves in that role to yeah. build something but I, go on. I, I was going to say that to clarify so so you should be able to think like a strategist and and work with the business and advise them in mm-hmm. in that vein or on that level we're not expecting you to become the business strategist right the <laughs> Yes. A pra- practice lead is probably not going to step aside to uh, let you decide on offerings or pricing or uh, hiring strategies, <laughs> something like that. But, but yeah, to, to your point, as you people should be able to do this 
and and why and this is the actual reason why we're having this podcast today you and i discussed this early on right mm -hmm. so many problems which are framed as marketing problems are actually not marketing problems they're problems of either uh firm or practice strategy or mm -hmm. of the clarity around that strategy and 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 like from, someone comes to you and says hey what's up with with you know lead flow we don't get enough leads or what's enough what's up with hiring recruitment marketing needs to do something we don't get enough resumes and then if you look closer at it you figure out that maybe the message is not resonating maybe that's the case because you know our targeting and segmentation aren't that great and maybe that's the because nova ever really defined the strategy and explained to marketing who they should go after like that's a would you agree that's a chain reaction that you often find if you actually to your point pause and look at stuff right through through a lens of root cause analysis for lack of a better word so this is a really valid point flow the thing here is that often uh you will find people do not have like a business case for the kind of thing that they want to solve like the people who are doing sales they've got a business case in terms of what they want to sell what they want to do they don't and how they want to approach the market marketers sometimes do not have that business case all the people who work closely with marketing to resolve the various areas need not have that kind of business case of how can marketing add value by making sure that they don't flood the channel their message is strategic they know the right kind of sell, be it to get new employees, be it to get new deals and new business, be it any of the things that they are marketing for. The messaging can only come in if you've got a strategy, if you've got that outline, and if you've got that business case. If you don't have these things, you're just putting some random messaging. And the key thing that you and I did talk about, Flo, is that this message needs to be tested with the target. <laughs> before you go ahead and, and you know roll it out the validation piece and and yeah and you should probably which which i mean i think we noted a few points right how what people maybe should mm -hmm. i don't know think about or learn about or become good at so that they can work more as as a business strategist the one the one point and then we get into your validation the, the one point i would add which isn't on the list <laughs> i just realized is i think the first step for me is just just uh, pick up a book like david meister's uh, managing the professional services firm or anything of that sort and just really understand the actual business of your business I don't, mm -hmm. if that makes sense right you you have yeah, to yeah. understand how how professional services organizations run how the revenue works how, how profit is generated or maximized like all these things you should have a cursory understanding of that so that you can actually sort of meet your practice leads or the you know the business clients you work with um at the mm -hmm. same at the same level and and you will most of us will have some knowledge of that right we do know what i don't know utilization is we might have heard about how, how profits made through leverage all that stuff but mm -hmm. there might also be some gaps and i think it's worth closing them first so really have a firm understanding of how your firm works how it makes its money and what yep. the constraints are on this that would be my step one and then i think we're off to the the client insights or what you said about validation right yeah it's the validation and client insights here it's kind of twofold one it's where the marketer needs to sit with the business needs to sit with the function where they are to understand that group's understanding of the client okay yeah and then they need to understand the client itself 
Because before you market, if these two things do not match, if these two things do not like come together, you're still not going to have the right kind of messaging. And, and this is a key thing of like strategic thinking yeah. or strategic marketing that you need to bring to the fold. It's not just we listen to the clients and the clients are saying this and go for it. If that's not what your business has to sell, you're literally trying to create, you know, you're literally creating demand for something that you can't really solve for. And yeah. then if you if you just listen to the business and not to the client, you are doing the standard problem of basically trying to sell something that a client may or may yeah. not want and it doesn't fit in the right profile. And and your entire campaign essentially becomes a hammer and search for nails, right? In a, in a marketplace full of full of screws and screwdrivers. Holy, yeah. that's, I got to keep that. No, that's, that's, analogy. <laughs> that's an analogy that you need to use for that sure. It's the coffee doing that to me. That just fell into my mind. No, I love that point because you're very right. These two things are not the same. The business will have a perspective on what clients mm -hmm. need. And, you know, bear in mind, this is very important. This will be true and correct. These guys, knows what, these guys know what they're doing. I mean, they talk to and work with clients all day. Problem is, they just see very specific niches of their own market. Mm -hmm. And they just see problems which have been pre-framed by either their clients or themselves. So that's, it's, it's true and valid, but it's not everybody's truth and not everybody's validity. So that's why, to your point, you need to get into the the second thing which which i think leads us to segmentation right one of my favorite topics i don't know but do you want to go or should i i think up? i'll let you start with this flow and i'll add color commentary yeah so market segmentation is continues to be in my view a uh, uh, utterly underutilized point of differentiation and also marketing success for most consulting firms because so many of us just go by industry or firmographics right Fortune 2000, and among those, the automotive clients. Yeah. Uh, well, there's more to segmentation than that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was waiting for you to bring the automotive thing. But... Oh, again, I hit on them again. <laughs> Sorry. The chemical <laughs> segment within the, oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, oh. but, but either way, yes, it's, it's, you've got to segment your audience. And here's the other thing. You also have to segment your offering. We're talking so much about the marketing side of the funnel and marketing segmentation, but you shouldn't forget that there's also a sales segmentation element involved because otherwise you will get all of the you know unqualified leads coming in and then it's a hell of a lot of work to actually find out how yeah. to market to this group, how to like connect the whole thing. I, I remember this was a while ago, I was at an event and there was a lot of qualified leads that came in to a segment that wasn't represented at that event. Yeah. But the solutions that were being sold were relevant to that same audience. And does this company deal with the solutions to the audience? Yes, all of that's true. It's just that the people who are doing that were not there. So the, I was going to I'm going to step back to the point you made about the segmenting the the market and the offering. So I think that's actually key, right? That's the key segmentation criteria is the stuff we do, right? How much help is that to people in the industry vertical they're targeting? I mean, the industry goes into it. Fine, go after the automotive guys. That's perfectly fine. But maybe you're not going after everybody. But within that macro segment, maybe there are smaller segments, and you should look for good fit in terms of your solutions, like how likely are you to be truly able to ha help them succeed? And then also there's other things like what's the cultural fit there, right? How much, mm -hmm. how well would, does your style of consulting or doing work click with how do they want to be served and how, what their beliefs are and so forth? We don't have to go into a segmentation class, but your point about the offerings is well made. That should, that, like, 
what you're searching for is the best fit between what your company has to offer and what a certain group of client needs, right? And that's yes. that's how that exercise is run. Um, which I think is a segue to the next thing. You should also be smart about offering strategies, what my list says, Ash. Do you have a few words there? I think that's your impact analysis again, right? Yeah, I, I think what people need to understand is that sales and marketing are two ends of the same, of one funnel. So you need to build out your offering strategy because you're so focused on the messages, you're so focused on what you are trying to market. If you do not have a strategy on the other end of the funnel, what you essentially will be stuck with is you'll have, say, 100 offerings that you want to sell to the, this market, and you'll try to hit everyone with the same thing because you hit everyone the same thing because now you've actually segmented your audience fine to get all of the stuff, but you've not developed a strategy for your actual offering. So essentially you'll start to like flood people with multiple things. And this, you will see this quite often. I think you and I both know flow that often when you go to, and unfortunately I have to bring up an event exam, event examples again here, because you'll just see that I've got like 10 different like thought pieces of thought leadership. That's just targeting like, um specific set of industries but i'm giving 10 offerings and i'm having all these like c-suite executives and their minus ones and minus twos come in and look at it and be like huh there's all of this stuff and it, you essentially uh get your clients overwhelmed with all these offerings you should yeah. do the first stage first thing first study the market understand what is the primary thing that's coming up right now that needs to do the second thing you need to do is something that has been done in industries like fashion where they essentially don't look at what's coming up for the next season or even for the next year they look at the trends coming in for two years ahead a good case example was like the fashion industry literally found out that loungewear and homeware is back coming to fashion because people wanted to be more casual back in 2018 before the pandemic hit in 2020. And companies were able to pivot because they realized this thing quite early on for various reasons. Part one of the reasons was working from home. So thinking about like offering strategy really, really requires you to A, put yourself in the mind of clients' current needs and clients' future needs and building that strategy out so that you can do segmentation on your end and on their end. Yeah. And so I think streamline. Yeah, yeah, and I think also we should give a shout out to, to our customer journey episode because this is where this comes in again, right? What yeah. you can offer to a specific client will also depend on where they are on, on their A, their customer journey, right? Like someone who doesn't know your firm at all is not very problem aware. Maybe they need some sort of workshop or discovery offering, right? They're not going mm -hmm. to buy a full massive transformation program. But then also, depending on what you which industry and maybe they might be on a transformational journey anyways like they have they are on a digitalization effort like a five-year thing they are in year two well they will need something totally different from someone who's already concluded it right have digitalized their business and are now looking for optimizations or whatever i mean seems kind of obvious if i hear myself talk about it but it's surprisingly often <laughs> does not punch through yeah. uh to marketing strategy and or plans because mm -hmm. the situation you described is that's just a bring everything we have type of distribution at the trade show you visit then or something like that, right? So yeah. um, that would be good to have an understanding of the offering strategy. And then the last one, and I think we can be a bit quick about it because we had that quite a number of times, but um, 
you should be able to advise on messaging as well, right? Like we, now we know the segment. Now we know what to sell to whom. Okay, mm-hmm. how do we talk about the various bits and pieces we want to sell here? And yeah, this goes back to uh, a bit, I think, the messaging frameworks we've presented, a bit to the brand pyramid, but also uh, you have to know the services inside out. So it's, you should be able to advise on the messaging, but you're not the one doing it. The The business have to at least give you the preliminary draft to do it because they know the stuff. They work with the clients. You, do, you don't as a marketer. Would you agree? Exactly. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. And messaging is key, but while messaging is key, you need every other step there before you think about it. Yeah. So I'll try and recap. Understand how your own business runs, right? So you can you do have a little bit of an idea of what's going on in the business and how that works. Yep. And then try to get smart about so you can help the business with true insight into clients and what you know is is going on in their heads market segmentation right based on the client insight you have which are the segments your firm should go after and then Mm -hmm. offering strategy what within those segments what do we sell to whom Mm -hmm. and and oh by the way there's a connection there between this and understanding your own firm's business because obviously there are things like profitability or efficiency things which also go into that offering strategy right if I, yep, how many exactly. people do I have on the bench? Yeah. Which types of services are most profitable? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you should be aware of that as well. And then finally, messaging, because you said, Ash, if I can't explain it, I can't sell it. Right. That's that. Yeah. I mean, to close on this, I would just like to say that marketers must think like business strategists. Uh, rather, you need to bring in strategic marketing because strategic marketing is smarter marketing. Very true words, uh, a good way to leave it, I think. And if people want to learn more about this, where else can they go? But to this podcast, just kidding. <laughs> I have no plug, <laughs> literally. You will find some material in the show notes and there are some previous episodes that we need to refer to. But just, to, just as a heads up, please check out our marketing transformation episode with Such and our business episode with Eric Schaefer, which will actually give you a little more insight into the thinking behind it. Once, go once. And then finally, and I'll put this in the show notes, the, the David Meister book, I think, is is a true classic. And if you have not read that yet, I know for a fact that there are firms out there who have this as required reading. Grab a copy and, and study that. It's highly recommended. That was it for today, yeah. Short episode because we're gonna run off into the weekend and then we'll have we'll be back with guests and we won't tell who it is, but it's gonna be very exciting next week, right? Yep. You'll see that soon. All right then guys. See you then. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Unbillable Hours. If you want more, tune in next week. You know where to find us.